The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is September 6, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. It's all about customer care and saving you money on your monthly transaction fees. Bill, how was your Labor Day holiday? Did that hurricane hit you? Uh, it didn't, and I didn't do too much laboring. I just took <laughs> it easy not. to be ready for today, my friend. All right, that's great. And again, let me introduce you. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. And again, good morning. Good morning, and as usual, it's great to be with you. Oh, thank you. Just a quick review of last week's show. We had Mr. Wells Jones and Ken Kirsch from America's Vet Dogs. This organization was actually created to provide enhanced mobility and renewed independence to veterans, active duty service members, and first responders with disabilities, allowing them to once again live with pride and self-reliance. They are nationals no matter where you are. They're going to do their best to help you qualify. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive shows right on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, you came across an article, uh, again, about September being the Suicide Prevention Month and also have everybody remember this, uh, this address. It's uh, hashtag be there. Uh, that's from the VA. What's the VA? They have some initiatives uh, they're going to talk about. Absolutely. And the, the entire month of September, Gary, is Suicide Prevention Month, and the, uh, the VA is requesting the entire nation's help in uh, reducing veteran suicide. And, you know, we, 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 we've talked about this quite a bit, uh, and, and we also believe very strongly that suicides among our servicemen and uh, women is uh, very much un- underreported. The study that the VA did back in 2012 was only suicide information in the demographics for 21 states, Gary. That's, that's and correct. 31 of those states didn't report two of the, uh, the most popular states. Texas and California was not in that number. We also know about Montana, which has the uh, probably the lowest per capita veterans population of about 130,000, and they have per capita the highest suicide rate. What do we come to? About 36 to 40 hours uh, every day uh, uh, in Montana, there's a suicide. That's right. So we really 
really, really need to get behind this and, uh, and, 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 and uh, the awareness and help our men and women. And women especially, Gary, uh, the suicide rate amongst our serving women is much higher than the non-serving women in our population. That's true. That's, that's unbelievable. Again, you know, uh, that, that, like you mentioned, uh, the 22, uh, they say it came down to 20. Yes. Is, is that yes, right? Yeah. But, you know, the big challenge that they've, they've been having for the past, oh, two or three weeks now, challenging folks to do 22 push-ups a day. So somehow we're kind of stuck on that 22 number. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, well Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Uh, without a doubt, uh, this morning we have with us Ken Falk. Ken is the founder and chairman of Boulder Crest Retreat. Ken is a 21-year combat veteran of the United States Navy, and he retired with the rank of Master Chief Petty Officer. Ken is highly respected around the world as an innovative and forward-thinking thought leader on the subjects of wounded warrior care, military and veterans transition, counterterrorism, military training, and innovative technology development. Ken is the current Chief Executive Officer of Shoulder to Shoulder Incorporated, technology and multimedia company, in addition to the chairman and founder of Boulder Crest Retreat for Military and Veterans Wellness and the Explosive Ordnance Disposal Warrior Foundation. Under Ken's entrepreneurship uh, direction and leadership as the founder of his first company, A Through T Solutions, the company is a recognized international expert and valuable global asset in combating the war on terrorism. At the forefront of providing training and consulting services in anti-counter-terrorism industry. Ken, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, sir. Oh, thank you, Gary and Bill. Appreciate the introduction and... Uh... It's always awkward to hear your uh, your your bio read, but it's 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 been a been a long time as a professional, and I appreciate the uh, the kind introduction. All right, now, Ken, what a coincidence! Today is September sixth, and it's Boulder Crest's third year anniversary. Uh, so, as of actually September sixth, two thousand thirteen, you served more than twenty one hundred guests. Congratulations on your well, thank success. Thank you very there. much. It's been. Uh, been an honor to do it, and we're uh, we're really excited. It's it's never been a numbers game to us, but the but when you hear that number, twenty one hundred people over three years, it's um it's it really um, really tells me that we're making an impact. Sure does. It sure does. Now, how did how did Boulder Crest uh, Retreat get started? Why don't you start from the beginning? Yeah, so I'll start from the beginning. As uh, Bill said, I spent 21 years in the Navy as a bomb disposal guy, EOD, uh, explosive ordnance disposal. And uh, when I retired um, from the Navy, I was in San Diego, um, and I moved back here, back home to the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, I had a, a counterterrorism company called AT Solutions, and we were doing a lot of work in the Pentagon and Afghanistan and Iraq at the time. And we... Um, 
um, wanted to be closer to the Pentagon, and I wanted to come back to my home, which is Washington. I grew up here in D.C., and my parents were aging, and wanted my uh, my kids to be able to spend some time with their grandparents and lots of other reasons. But we ended up here in the in the Northern Virginia area, and. Uh, just happened to be here when the first severely wounded EOD troop um, was sent back to Walter Reed Hospital. And early on in the war, the government was not paying for families to travel uh, when their loved ones were injured. And to the military community, this you know really wasn't a big shock. And you know most of the time, nonprofits um, um, step up and play like like they do and pay for um, you know these gaps where the government doesn't fill them. And unfortunately, um, the the groups that we were working with weren't moving fast enough, and my wife and I ended up paying um, for this uh, family to travel from Kentucky to Washington D.C. Um, being a veteran of the first Gulf War, I figured everything would be over in three or four months. And unfortunately, we we had about 11 more amputees that year, and we're continuing to pay for these families' uh, plane tickets, paying for their hotel rooms here in D.C., uh, paying for meals, rental cars, those types of things early in the war. Before we started this charity uh, that's still running today, I'm the chairman of the board of, called the EOD Warrior Foundation. And the EOD Warrior Foundation, our, our headquarters down in um, Niceville, Florida, near Eglin Air Force Base, which is the home, uh, the new home of the EOD community. It's where the EOD school is, and every student and all four services, Army, Marines, Navy, and Air Force, go through training there. And we had, um, you know, uh, a tough war, to say the least. We've had 131 men and women, uh, bomb disposal personnel, killed in combat. Uh, we've had about 225 severely wounded, and that physically wounded, and that includes uh, amputations, paralysis, severe burns, and blindness. Um, and then the numbers, I think, are probably um, approaching 225 in the form of suicide deaths. And um, and then we've also had uh, another 2,500 or so guys issued Purple Hearts from minor injuries. Um, and this is a community of about 7,000 people, so it's a very small, elite community. And um, in 2008, I sold my company. In 2010, I left the company that I was running, AT Solutions, and went and did a, a master's degree at Georgetown full-time. Um, and the subject of public policy with some hopes of one day, you know, getting back into the government and doing more public service in the way of wounded warrior kind of related care. And during that year that I was at Georgetown, it just happened to be the worst year for EOD troops um, on the battlefield. We had 71 amputees in a 52-week period of time. So about every four days, a new family would show up at the, at the hospitals. And um, Georgetown University's on kind of on one end of Wisconsin Avenue and, and Walter Reed's on the other end. And either coming to school or going home from school, I would stop and meet these parents. And what we found was that most of the parents um, are my age and my wife's age. And we started bringing these parents to get them away from the hospital early on in the States, bringing them out to our home, which is an hour west in Bluemont, Virginia. And we live in a beautiful place. We have a 100-year-old stone farmhouse up on top of the Blue Ridge Mountain and looking east and, you know, over the beautiful Piedmont Valley. And we had 200 acres of land, and 
really after hosting many families, um, we decided to donate the bottom 37 acres of our property, which was all pasture land. Most of our property is hardwooded mountain, but the bottom 37 is was pasture land, and we donated uh, 37 and a half acres um, and a big chunk of money to kick off a fundraising campaign to build Boulder Crest Retreat, and primarily driven by the fact that we knew when people were in their in your home, they're still kind of a guest. They're not, you know, able to put their feet up on the table and relax the way they really need to relax. And we just thought that, you know, we could offer the same services by building, a, you know, a handful of cabins down on these pastures. And um, we weren't uh, weren't sure where it would all go at first. We thought we would we would build a couple cabins because that's what the land was zoned for, and the cabins would be dedicated to EOD families and then families from the special warfare community, the Green Berets and the Navy SEALs and other groups that I had spent time with in my career. And uh, one thing led to another, and we decided to open it up to any and all combat veterans after the county agreed to let us rezone the land and build four cabins and a lodge. So we built two more cabins than we thought we would, and we just realized that there were a lot more people in need than just the EOD community and special warfare community. So the facility is open to any and all combat veterans. Um, We're pretty gray on the definition of that. You don't have to have a Purple Heart. You don't have to have a combat action ribbon. You just have to have served in a combat zone. And, And we allow Gold Star families as well, and the Gold Star families are families of loved ones who have been killed in combat, and um, and we also host a lot of Gold Star families and different Gold Star programs here as well. But that's really how it all started. We just, you know, started with these barbecues and weekend stays at our house and just knew that we could do more, and um, as we started the effort, we, we put a board together, and the board agreed that we didn't want to take out any debt on the project. We wanted to do this with donations and we went out and started raising money and we raised a lot of money really quick and built the place and paid paid for everything and we're debt free and operating now on about a two million dollar a year budget that we um that we fundraise for every day wow that's pretty good that's really good (laughs) well we're going to go ahead and take a break Okay. Uh, in the past, we've had Warrior Angels Foundation on. They are a very good organization. Uh, also, they're having their second annual fundraiser honoring the post-9-11 service and sacrifice by defeating traumatic brain injury. Go to warriorangelsfoundation.org to learn more, and be sure to listen to the video by Dr. Gordon. He delivers the best talk on TBI you'll ever hear. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Ken, from Boulder Crest Retreat. Bill, you had a question? Well, first of all, Gary, I'd like to... Uh to just congratulate uh, Ken on the uh, comprehensiveness of the website that they have here, and that uh, you know it's uh, kind of really uh, uh, got me to thinking about a lot of things. And I and I noticed Ken as we were ending the first segment, you uh, talked about the retreat programs uh, open to any combat uh, veteran from uh, any era. Uh, I served during the Vietnam era. I, I had boots on the ground in Vietnam. But understanding the goals of wellness at the facility, are there different wellness approaches for men and women who have served in different war zones? And if they are, please tell us about that. That's a great question, Bill, and uh, thanks um, for your service. I, I I tell everybody the story. I grew up in Alexandria, Virginia, in a very, very military um, uh, neighborhood during the Vietnam War, and most of my childhood mentors, including my scout masters, were all Vietnam vets, and I was a paper boy, and, and I don't think there were many mornings unless it was really raining hard where I didn't read the paper before I um, delivered it, and I can remember the horrible stories of how Vietnam vets were welcomed home, and you know, that was another part of the impetus of putting this pro- this project together was that we just didn't want to see this generation get treated uh, the way your generation did and and uh, and 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 I'm very thankful for what your generation did so thank you um, we have two major programs here we have six months out of our calendar year we set aside these cabins for what we call family R and R and that stands for rest and reconnection. And these are, you know, families who have been separated by long deployments or are going through a lot of stress, can't afford a vacation, can come here free of charge and stay for two to seven nights. And those family R&R stays, we have had uh, guests from every combat generation since World War II. You, you name the conflict since World War II, and we, we've had guests here, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Grenada, Panama, uh, the first Gulf War, and then this Gulf or this um, this Iraq and, I, and Afghanistan wars, and um, and I've been really pleased to see the multi generational guests that stay here. We had a uh, one year we had all four cabins with with one family, and one cabin was a World War II gentleman and 
his son who served in Vietnam and uh, his son who served in Desert Storm and his son who was back from Afghanistan. So um, that was a great uh, experience, to say the least. The other six months out of our calendar year, we run a program, a wellness program called PATH, which stands for Progressive and Alternative Training for Healing Heroes. And PATH is, in fact, a wellness program that focuses on mind, body, spirit, and financial wellness. And I'll talk more about that if, if, um, if you're interested. But really, the PATH program is a program that is focused um, on the concepts of something called post-traumatic growth. And the concept of post-traumatic growth is basically what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And that in the time of deep struggles and strength uh, that military combat veterans have and their family members, uh, it's a great time to be able to take a knee and to really reflect on how to become a better version of yourself. And, um, and just like the military trains us, they tear you down from day one in boot camp and make you a better human being, we do the same. It's a hard week. It's seven days of hard work. Now, we've had a couple Vietnam vets come through that program, but truthfully, most of the, the veterans who come through PATH are, in fact, post-9-11. And we run the exact same program. We have an all-male program and we have an all-female program, but it's the same program uh, for the most part. There's one or two small changes, but there's nothing major um, major in the, in the way of differences. Um, and that's, that's really what we focus on. And like I said, the wellness areas we focus on are mind, body, spiritual, and, uh, and financial wellness. All right. Now, well, Ken, do you, have, uh, you do know, uh, Ken, uh, it's interesting uh, in, in what you just summarize to us and uh, my 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 uh, next question was going to be uh about the importance in fa- factoring the family into the wellness program but I think you've answered that it's an integral part of families participating uh in a program such as this because you know my experience has been in my contacts is that uh what we bring back from combat in the battlefield to home and community, uh, somehow, some way, you know, our, our families become a part of that, and they're sharing the same kinds of concerns. So uh, uh, it, it's so important that the family is there at some time to be there along with them. Absolutely. I mean, we and I tell everybody that, you know, things like PTSD are contagious. Uh, they're contagious in, um, in the community. They're contagious in the family. Um, and, and you can't just try to heal the military member um, or the veteran. You've got to you've got to work with the whole family. It's just and, and that's where a lot of programs that do PTSD treatment don't don't fare well because they don't they don't have an inclusive uh, uh, part of the project. So, um, uh, but but the other side of that is that all the good that comes out of um, that veteran healing are contagious. So it's contagious back into the family as they become healthy, and it's also contagious in the community as they come back and find ways to serve in their communities. And veterans have done this, you know, for years. So I mean, it's, it's nothing new. It's just it's just a matter of embracing, you know, this current generation and really working with them. Um, to help reduce things like like we kicked off this episode this uh, episode with as uh, this the sub- subject of suicide you know it's 20 we don't know the real number but 20 or 22 whatever you want to use as a statistic um, there's a lot of people a day who 
who are killing themselves for you know for reasons that are in fact uh, controllable. Right. Exactly. On the family rest and reconnection stays, is there some type of itinerary also, or is this strictly for reconnection? It is, um, uh, Gary, a great question. We, we both, we see both. And, um, uh-huh. and, and what I mean by that is that we have some families that come here and literally want to do nothing. They just want to hunker down and relax and, mm-hmm. you know, play board games and do the things with their family that they haven't been able to do while they've been deployed or, you know, while they've been disconnected from their family lives um, through the trauma that they're going through or suffering with. Um, and then we also run a, you know, every day at the retreat during our family R&R, there's things going on. Let's say from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock, the archery range is open. If Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we take families kayaking down the Shenandoah River if they want to do that. So we do have families that sign up and participate in on-site activities. And then we also have, we're in a beautiful part of Virginia here in the Blue Ridge Mountains, the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains in western Loudoun County and Loudoun wow. County, Clark County, Frederick County, the three surrounding counties have a you know variety of great things to do. And we have a lot of community partners, golf courses, swimming pools, wineries, uh, great country farms, places that allow our guests to go and participate in their activities for free. So families get to do a lot. You know, there's really on-site, off-site activities and uh and just like these families, it's just like to come in and hunker down and enjoy their time together. That's correct. Now, what about uh, the, that six months that you're talking about as far as the families go? Um, what six months out of the year? It's are the time of the year at? that you would consider to be family time. So we try to, you know, the summer, the, almost the entire summer set aside for family R&R. Okay. Uh, we do a couple weeks over the Christmas break and New Year's break. It's family R&R. We have a spring break. And then a lot of the weekends that are dispersed through the year are just set aside for family R&R. Yeah. I noticed that picture you had on your website uh, with, the, with that huge, huge cabin, uh, and it was snowing out. That was beautiful. <laughs> we had, uh, last year we had a big snowstorm, and we had uh, families, two families who had driven up from Florida. That's the wow. other thing for your listeners is to know that there's families that come from all over to this place. We've had... Uh, guests from every state except for North Dakota so far since we've been open in three years. But we had two families uh, from Florida last year that drove up, and the uh, families, the service members, uh, had seen snow before, but the families had never seen snow, which was kind of cool for the kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. How does one go about uh, getting a reservation? So on the family R&R, um, it's not much different than if you were going to go book a, a Hilton hotel today with your credit card. Uh, uh-huh. The difference is it's free of charge and where you would normally on your reservations, uh, online reservation system, put your credit card in. At that point, there becomes a human interaction with our, our guest relations um, specialist, Carrie. Uh, Combs here in Bluemont, and that's where we verify that you are in fact a combat veteran, who you say you are, and uh, go through the the rest of the um, uh, qualifications to stay. So, um, just by going online, we only open the reservation system four months in advance. So we just opened December, and I think it fills up pretty quick. Each month fills up pretty quick, but we do get cancellations, and we try to post most of that stuff immediately on Facebook and Twitter and. And the website, um, but for the most part, um, you've got to be ready at the first of the month. So when October first comes around, we will be opening the January calendar for family R and R, and you really want to be ready on October first or second to to book your visit. Right, Bill. On the 
I'm sorry. Well, no, well, I was just well, going to say well, on the Warrior Path program, it's a much stricter application process and uh, oh, it is. requires a couple phone calls with one of our combat veterans who works on our staff and then one of our therapists as well. So, But that application process is also found on the website. All right. And what's the website address? The website is bouldercrestretreat.org, O-R-G. All right. And Bill? Well, Ken, uh, again, the rural setting that you're in, and you mentioned specifically in Loudoun County, I much this, uh, I imagine the serenity there really, really lends itself for the the great job that uh, the organization is doing. But 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 tell our listening audience if uh, uh, being in a rural area and knowing that the uh, services and benefits that we've uh, uh, earned as a result of our service to the country. Is there a challenge in getting to the, uh, the health care services and benefits uh, through the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs where you're located? And as you know, the great majority of our folks who are serving on active duty now are coming from the rural and remote areas, and uh, that's where they go back. When they when they finish their service and into the veteran status. Yeah, no, it's um, it's. I think the statistic is somewhere around seventy percent of our enlisted military comes from rural America, and um, and that's a huge percentage um, to say the least. Um, I'm a big fan of the VA. I mean, I know the VA gets beat up a lot over over you know certain things and wait times, but I got to tell you, I've been around the, you know, I've, I've seen the best medical care in the world when I was the CEO of a company. I was privileged enough, thanks to my insurance company, to be able to go down to the Mayo Clinic every year for a physical. I'm a disabled vet myself. I broke my back in a parachute jump in 1989, and, um, and I've been to the VA hospital and, and also to DOD hospitals, and I've seen what, you know, healthcare around the nation has been. My daughter's delivered children here in Loudoun counties, you know, in Nova hospitals. And the truth is, um, most, most medical care is about the same. It's, it's not much different. And, uh, and I think at the end of the day, the VA is free and the services that they do offer are amazing. I mean, we, 25 minutes away from Boulder Crest Retreat is Martinsburg, West Virginia VA, which is a rural VA hospital. And it's literally one of the best VA hospitals in the country. Right. And um, it's a beautiful facility. It's a beautiful location, and they've got a huge, you know, swath of the country that they serve. And I've been over there myself for appointments, and it's it's not that difficult to get an appointment. And once you're there, the service you get is is good. And right. um, and I'm you know really blessed to be able to do that. But but you're right. I mean, the farther rural you get, um, we hosted a program here last week in conjunction with the DAV and Gary Sinise Foundation. And uh, there was discussion about the ruralness, and uh, and there's a VA hospital that's closing. Um, I want to say it's Montana. It might be Wyoming, but Wyoming or Montana that was announced in the last couple of weeks. And the you know nearest patient to the hospital was driving 280 miles to get to the hospital. So it's like when you're having to go that far to get care, that's where these choice programs and these other types of programs have to be available so that so that we don't have to have veterans driving, you know, four or five Correct. hours just to get just to get care. Correct. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't. Well, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. 
Uh, the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, one of the few nonprofit veteran organizations that have been chosen for inclusion on the Department of Veterans Affairs private online system nationwide. They need your help with funding, which goes into a production of the first five pilot shows of the cooking show that can save lives. This is the first of its kind with two of the top military chefs that are going to present recipes for mental and physical health. In this next few weeks, we'll be showing you how you too can be part of this history by becoming a supporter of the cooking uh, for mental and physical health. Go to the vspchannel.com to learn more. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Ken, from Boulder Crest Retreat. Bill, you had a question? At, well, we well, break? well, Ken, I'm still on your great website here, and I was looking at the section there on therapeutic services, and, and, I, and you know, you'd be commended for for the wide range that you have there, and, and uh, I mean, they're very interesting. We, we could probably spend a, a whole program on just the therapeutic services, but one in particular of which uh, Gary mentioned with the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, uh, where the preparation of meals there that uh, the guys involved in it uh, and, and Gary spoke uh, about what's happening with the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, which is up 24 hours a day on the uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs website. And we're in this process now of preparing these shows and, and, and actually preparing meals that are nutritious, meals to improve health specifically with mental health concerns, are, are, are you are you getting into any of that uh, with that very uh, 
uh, meal preparation program that you have there at uh, Boulder Crest? Yeah, no, um, absolutely, Bill. I mean, we, you know, from day one, we we have um, built one of the most beautiful walled gardens, a Victorian walled garden design. Um, my wife is from uh, England and is an avid gardener, and it was part of the project since day one. Um, and one-third of that garden is dedicated to growing fresh fruit and vegetable. Um, our chef that is on site here full-time at Boulder Crest Retreat just came back from a four-day program out in Portland, Oregon, called uh, uh, Food is Medicine. And... Um, and it's amazing, you know. There's a lot of families, uh, including military families, that just think it's a lot cheaper to to eat fast food, which you know really kind of translates to junk food and does nothing good for your body. And um, and we've you know with a with a wellness center focused on on the body as one of our four areas of wellness. Um, eating right is very very important to us. So. When families come here um, in the in the months that we're growing stuff, every family will get a basket of goodies delivered to their door every day, and fresh tomatoes and cucumbers and squash and just great things that come fresh out of the garden. And then when we're running a path program here, we'll, all the fresh salads and all the vegetables that go with the meals will also be come out of the garden. And even in the times of the year when we can't grow stuff ourselves, we're blessed to be in a rural part of Loudoun County where there's a lot of greenhouse operations and we'll get fresh lettuce and tomatoes year round from some of the local greenhouses here as well but you know we're big big fans of um, of uh, the concept of eating healthy and taking care of your body and also big fans of cooking together and, and, and eating together you know times a lot of families, you know, today that, that, that don't even eat meals together anymore, and that time as a family together is, you know, put the cell phones down and sit around and have a, you know, a nice meal and to talk uh, about how your day went. I mean, all that stuff is therapeutic um, and healing, and uh, and we're big fans of that, and we promote that very much here. And in our Warrior Path program. Um, on the first night or second night of the program, uh, we actually have a um, healthy pizza party, and the guys get to make all their own pizzas. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of guys who have never even cooked on their own other than heating up an MRE. So it's been a real pleasure to have a healthy eating and healthy cooking programs at the retreat. Wow. Well, Ken, maybe phenomenal. in the very near future we can get. Uh, our master chefs and your master chefs down there talking to each other for the common good. Absolutely, and we'd always welcome it. We've, we've tried a couple of times to get some master chefs and celebrity chefs to come by. We've got a great, you know, in-house chef, and then you know our staff always gathers up around. But it's um, and local community volunteers that come in. But yeah, we'd love to love to partner in any way. We're very very much open to partnering. It's a, we know that we can't do this on our own. So any ideas you might have. Please right, and Ken, it, you know the, the good point about this is uh, the master chef that we have is actually the master chef for the White House. Uh, oh, wow. His name is Andre Rush. He does all the uh, cooking over there for uh, all the residents and visitors, and uh, he's a phenomenal guy and uh, also an ice carver. <laughs> he's everything, but uh, very, very aware of what's going on with uh, you know uh, how you can uh, help with diabetes with arthritis, all, all this through foods, um, it, it blows me away when I read some of the stuff that he comes up with. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's true. Food is medicine, and it's uh, probably the best medicine that we can put in our bodies. Right. 
Now, Ken, I know that a big factor on any nonprofit are volunteers. How are your volunteers? Do you need more volunteers? Are you might interested in receiving more? We never say no to volunteers. I will tell you that we have we we have a handful of different types of volunteers. Um, okay. We have local community volunteers that come in and do projects from you know washing dishes to cooking meals to helping us clean our cabins and turn them for the next guest um, to corporate volunteers where companies uh, come out and spend uh, a day with. I mean, we've we've had. 50, 60 employees from one company come out and spend a day painting our, our, our horse paddock, our fencing, um, or, or repainting the benches and other chairs that are around the property. Um, we have a beautiful creek, spring-fed creek, that runs all through the property, and a couple times a year we muck that out because the leaves and the sticks dam it up in areas, and that gets done with corporate volunteer days. But we, um, we can always use more volunteers. It's, you know, nonprofits... Um, um, need volunteerism and in-kind contributions as much as they need cash, and we're no exception to that at all. So anybody interested in volunteering or any ideas that we're always open to, we have a dedicated volunteer coordinator um, who, who organizes all the corporate and, uh, and private volunteer days. I see also the Boy Scouts are getting involved also. We, um, we've been told that in the state of Virginia, we've had more Eagle Scout projects done on our site than any other single site in the state of Virginia, which we're very proud of. Um, so we've had uh, some great, great projects from bridges that cross that creek I just mentioned to uh, reflection areas where there's chairs or benches and beautiful plantings around them uh, where people you know, who are on long walks around the property can sit down and relax and reflect and uh, you know, pray and meditate and do the things that they want to do while they're out on a walk. Yeah. Have you kicked off your uh, equine program yet? We have. We uh, we have a video on our website that National Geographic did a five-minute short documentary on our equine therapy program. Uh, very, very proud of our program. Again, it's uh, it's only one element of what we do. We're not a right. dedicated equine facility. We're just we just use horses. Horses are a very honest animal, and um, and they tell you the truth, you know. And it's a great way to be around an animal and to and to to kind of process this this whole concept of nonverbal communication and see how horses relate to you because they can feel your energy. And uh, we don't ride. We don't. We have two retired thoroughbred race horses and who are both wounded themselves. We always tell them our wounded horses are healing our wounded warriors and their families and. Um, and it's just amazing to see the families and the and the and the military and veteran personnel around these horses because they they really do respond well. But but yeah, we're very proud of our of our equine program, and we have probably one of the best equine therapists in the country, in my opinion, Susie Landolfi, who has been working with us for two years, but moved here actually last January from Malibu, California, and is hoping to make her life work. Um, Training others in the in the in the techniques that we use here at the retreat. Wow, that's Bill. Well, Ken, with an outstanding program that you guys are operating there, uh, it, there must be some success stories. And uh, uh, you know, without getting into any names, of, uh, maybe one comes to mind of uh, someone who came in and. Uh, you know how that person has progressed and uh, and where they are at this particular point in time now. Yeah, I think it's um, 
There are literally, you know, thousands. Uh, we have guest books in all of our cabins, and then we, we collect a lot of data to include pre- and post-stay surveys, and we get a lot of um, testimonial, uh, you know, in addition to the um, the detailed data we collect, a lot of testimonial data. And, you know, the, we put them all into a document, and we track all those and share them around our staff, and uh, almost every one of them will put a tear in your eye. Um, if I talk about an individual, per se, I can tell you a, a, a story on a, a, a PATH graduate who came here who um, had attempted suicide four times, um, uh, thank God, unsuccessfully, attempted suicide, and came here um, as, as what he said is last resort. And today, that individual is running his own nonprofit. His family is thriving. They've sold their house and moved into a new place and uh, he's making money now. He had no money to feed his family when he came here. Um, he's running his own nonprofit. He's raising a lot of money every year to help uh, children in the community that he works in. And, um, and just to see that transformation right in front of my eyes in a relatively short period of time is just really continues to tell me that we're on, we're on to something big here. And, uh, and just in general terms, the one thing I've heard over and over again, um, I do teach myself in the Warrior Path program and try to participate in as many activities as my schedule allows me to. But I have had guys come up to me, you know, both during the program and after the program and literally bear hug me and say, you know, you saved my life. And uh, and I don't think there's any better testimonial than that. And uh, mm-hmm. And it's a great success, you know, 2,100 people through here in three years, and and those 2,100 people are still with us. So I think we're on to something really big here. Sure is. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. 
If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Ken, from Boulder Crest Retreat. And unless he walked out the door, I heard you. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Ken, why don't you go ahead. I know you have fundraisers. I know you have events. But what's coming up in the near future? Yeah, thanks, um, Gary. So we've got, um, we, we are, you know, we work hard every day raising funds, as all nonprofits do. It's our biggest mission. Uh, we raise about a third of our annual budget through community uh, related events, and um, and I definitely would love to you know list a few of those. Um, the first one uh, that's coming up um, soon is October first, with the rain date of October second, which is our annual Healing Heroes Ride, and it's a motorcycle ride. It's a poker run that um, is about a hundred miles in length, has two starting locations. One is the Berryville, Virginia VFW, post 9760. The other one is Patriot Harley-Davidson in Fairfax, Virginia. And about half the bikes will leave from each location. They ride through the beautiful Piedmont and Shenandoah Valleys in the fall day and come, come to Boulder Crest Retreat at the end of the run. And we have live entertainment and a big barbecue. And, um, and it's a first prize drawing as two um, first-class tickets anywhere in the United States from American Airlines. And um, it's a great poker run, and it's a great day out and a great way to come and uh, see the retreat. Um, the next event that we have coming up is a 10K trail run in November. And unfortunately, I can't put my finger on the date uh, as quickly as I was hoping to. Um, but that trail run is really becoming one of the best um, fitness activities runs in western Loudoun County and it's not far from Boulder Crest Retreat it's at a place called Camp High Road which is a uh, Methodist church camp in Middleburg Virginia and it's a beautiful 10k run through the uh, trails of of Camp High Road and um, and that is an event if you're a runner um, they only allow 200 runners because it is a, in fact a, um, a trail run they only allow 200 runners but that's on our website um, as well, so those are the two big upcoming public events, if you will, that um, that I would encourage people that are nearby um, to to come to. And we've had bikers uh, last year. We had biker two bikers who rode up from Florida to run to ride in this poker run. So it really is a great motorcycle run if you're into into, into poker runs. Right. Exactly. Now, as far as the I, probably November would probably be around uh, Veterans Day, right? It is. We have a lot of Veterans Day activities going on, and I just can't find the. I thought it was right here on my fingertips, but I can't find the uh, the date of the event. But it's on the website. I'm on my Facebook page, but it's on the website. I know for sure. Again, why don't you mention your uh, URL? Well, the URL one more time is uh, Boulder B O U L D E R Boulder Crest Retreat dot org. All one word: Boulder Crest Retreat dot org. All right, now, Bill. Well, Ken, I, I thank you very much uh, for taking the time out of your busy day to be with us. I want to thank you for your service to this great country of ours and your continued service to our men and women who stood uh, so strong and tall in defense of this nation. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's always going to be about veterans' 
helping veterans to recover from whatever it is that uh, we've been exposed to on the battlefield so we can continue to be productive citizens in our communities and in the country. So thanks to you, Ken, and I hope that sometime in the very near future you can come back and be with us again. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you both um, for your service and this radio show and trying to get the word out to the to the public. I, I agree with you that it's a it's a very much you know um, in need of veterans helping veterans. But you know, there's less than I think seven percent of the nation who has served the country. So we ninety three percent of people out there that can help as well. And I I look every day for ways that we can integrate and help. Uh, Help you know veterans. The strength of veterans helping our civilian community as well, and um, and also um, the civilian community helping our veterans and welcoming them home as they come back to your um, your communities. All right. Now, would you, is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners in closing, Ken? I just say again, thank you guys for what you're doing. I think this is a you know it's a story that's really misunderstood. There's a lot of misinformation even on the numbers of suicides and. You know what I what I really try to tell everybody is that I I find from a veteran perspective what veterans need to do, especially combat veterans, is to come back to this country and be the productive member here in society that they were on the battlefield. That is very important to this nation. And in a time of today when leadership in this country is is horrendous, and that we need leaders to come back and 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 take care of this country. And for the first time in our nation's history, we've got the lowest number of of, uh, of members serving on the Hill, the staffers serving on the Hill. And we, we really need veterans to come back to this country and take leadership positions to make this country better. And even communities like mine, I live in the richest county in Virginia. We have people here who are starving. We have women living in abused women's shelters. We have homeless people in this county, and it's the richest county in the United States. So every community needs veteran leadership, and, and that's really one of my messages. And to the civilians out there that are, that are helping, thank you, because it's easy for guys to understand why guys like me do what I do, but the civilians that help out with the transition of military to veteran status is, is very much appreciated by this entire community. And I think maybe for one of the first times in our nation we've seen you know, a true, um, honorable, welcoming home of our of our nation's combat veterans. That's true, Bill. Well, well, Ken. You know, uh, even for serving men and women now, uh, with a population of more than two hundred and thirty, three hundred and thirty million uh, uh, citizens, less than. One half of one percent is serving, and as you mentioned, to come back and to serve, our government have made has made a tremendous investment in us in money and in kind ways that if there's anyone that's prepared, really prepared to come back and do service, it is us. And whatever those uh, blips that we have to overcome. I think that they're not insurmountable, and we can come back and continue to be servants to this great country of ours. That's right. Yeah, I couldn't now, agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more, Bill. I think this is, um, you know, PTSD is, is is not a curse for the rest of your life. I mean, it's a matter. Of all all of these ailments are things that can get get over, and I and I've watched it. You know, specifically with the severely wounded community, as they've trans 
transform themselves uh, through these severe injuries and, and become great men and women of our nation. So um, it's, it's just a matter of working with people and getting them on, back on the right track. All right. Well, thank you, Ken. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and syndicated on iTunes. You can also hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are amazing.